You are listening to the Brady Farkas Show podcast. Thanks to Sticks and Stuff and Swanton Lumber. You can always listen to the show live weekdays from 5.30 to 7 p.m. on WDEV AM and FM and streaming at WDEVradio.com. You can text in your thoughts 24-7 at 802-585-3026. That's 802-585-3026. The following is a presentation from WDEV Radio fast pace. Let's not act like Bruce Arians got Tom Brady there. Let, let's let's not do that. Opinionated. I wanted Tom Brady to stay because I feel he deserved to retire a patron. I felt he was owed that. To the point. Cam is going to a place that is rebuilding or he's hand-holding for a younger quarterback. It's the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM, FM, and WDEVradio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back in on a Monday. Brady Farkas show right here, WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Huge show today. We've got about 75 minutes to cover it all. We've got high school basketball coming up on the girls' side about 645. It's Harwood at Lamoille. Brent Curtis will be courtside again about 645. Big show today, and the reason why is you're going to want to hammer the text line. 802-585-3026, your locally owned Napa store text line, Waterbury and Morrisville, 585-3026. Today we're doing a little investigative reporting on the story of Jacob Grout, who's the now former Harwood Boys hockey coach who was fired a little over a week ago for an inappropriate message that he sent out to his team. And then Jacob Grout will be joining us on the phone line at 545 to discuss the whole thing from his perspective. Again, the Napa text line, 802-585-3026, locally owned in Waterbury and Morrisville. Guys, let's get right to it. Five, four, three, two, one. And here we go. The opening thoughts on the Brady Farkas show were brought to you by Sticks and Stuff in Swanton Lumber, Vermont's most complete locally owned home center with locations in Enosburg, Derby, Swanton, Middlesex, and St. Albans and online at Sticks and Stuff. Com. So again, the story is former Harwood Boys hockey coach Jacob Grout fired before the team's first game for sending an inappropriate, expletive-laced message out to his team. I have been given a copy of the message. I have read it several times in its entirety. There's a lot of tentacles in it here. We'll get to in a sec, but I do not want to bury the lead. I am not here to condone using poor language with high school students. I'm not here to condone that. What I am here to say is that this was not a fireable offense and that Jacob Grout, the situation was handled wrong by school administrators. Again, I'm not here to defend language that was used, and we'll get into all of these tentacles in a second, but I don't want to bury the lead. The language used was wrong. The execution of the message was wrong, but so so also wrong was the termination of Jacob Grout from being the head coach at Harwood. There were a lot of other ways to handle this between going zero all the way to 100. As long as Jacob Grout didn't already have two strikes against him, of which I have not found two strikes against him, he should still have his job and there should have been another way to go about handling this situation from the school's administ- from the school administration standpoint. So now let's get into it a little bit. Jacob Grout's message that got him fired was long. I am not going to read all of it. It had multiple expletives in it. It used the F word three times. It used the S word twice. It used the A word once. 
but it's also important to note he's not swearing at players. He's not calling them names. He's not degrading them. He's not berating them. He is he is using bad language, which again, I will not defend, but he is not swearing at players. He is not talking down to players. He is not calling anybody out individually in front of the group. That is important to note. The message, I believe, comes in reference to a frustration that Jacob Grout had with his team at the time. Look, we all know how challenging high school sports this year is. Just two weeks ago, we three weeks ago, we had the hashtag let them play movement for people who wanted to get high school athletics going again in the state of Vermont. It is a huge undertaking. It has been a huge weight. And players, coaches, administrators have been fighting the fight to get their teams on the ice and on the courts. I believe Jacob Grout's frustration is that his team was not appreciating the fact that they actually got to play, weren't playing hard, guys complaining about playing time, guys complaining about who their line mates were, and Jacob Grout just wanted his team to appreciate being on the ice. It was interesting. Totally unrelated to this, I talked to CVU boys hockey coach J.P. Benoit today, and I asked him about his team's attitude in this season, and listen to what he said. Um, And because of the shortened season, they're doing everything they can to make sure that the legacy that they leave you know, does not, if they don't tarnish that by, you know, not being appreciative of the fact that we actually get to play. So, so at CVU, the players there are focusing on being appreciative of the fact that we get to play at Harwood. Jacob Grout, I believe is upset that his team was not valuing that. And I have to say, I agree with his frustration. If that's what his frustration is, I agree with it. Again, the delivery of the message is wrong. Sending out a written message with profanity, that is not appropriate. But there were other steps taken aside from fire that could have been taken aside from firing him to rectify that situation. But overall, I get where that frustration comes from. I've coached for for several years. Okay, I coached college baseball for three years. I coached, you know, fourteen to sixteen year olds for another six. I've coached very good teams at very high levels, and there is no more frustrating feeling than watching a team full of young people squander opportunities to be on the floor, on the court, or on the ice. Okay, And the reason why is multifold. Jacob Grout, like me, is about 30 years old, was a former high school athlete. I played in college also. We would give anything to be young again. We all would, right? We'd all give anything to be young again. So as a young coach... When you see a team full of young players squandering those opportunities that you wish you could have, I understand where that frustration comes from. I have, you know, every team I've coached, I've given that same speech to. I wish I could be in your shoes. I wish I were playing games that meant something. I wish that I wasn't relegated to pick up basketball in a dingy gym at 10 o'clock at night or at 7 a.m. on a Sunday. I wish I had the chance to play in a game that meant something, you guys have it and you're squandering it. There is no worse frustration for a young coach than that. So I understand why Jacob Grout was upset. I understand where the frustration comes from. I Again, I have given that speech before several times to teams. And I think for Jacob Grout, it's going to be even more frustrating because he played at Harwood himself. 
And therefore, th- like this isn't some gig in a nameless community. This is a guy who played there and who won there, whose wife went there and played there and won there. And then they stayed in the community because it matters to them. All I hear at the governor's COVID-19 response news conferences is how Vermont needs to attract young people and how young people are fleeing the state. Jacob Grout and his wife stayed in this state, and they stayed in a small town because it was important to them. Okay, This is the kind of attitude that Vermont should want. Again, how Jacob Grout handled this frustration, and I will tell him this momentarily, I disagree with expletives, and I certainly disagree with putting it in writing like that. Like, Look, I've played and been in locker rooms where far worse has been said and far worse has been done. I've had clipboards thrown and basketballs kicked and baseball bats tossed and all of that. And that doesn't make that stuff right. I'm just saying that I have seen and heard a whole lot worse than what is in this text message. So it doesn't, I'm not letting Jacob Grout off the hook. There was another way for him to handle this also. But there was also another way for the administration to handle this. By all accounts, from what I have heard, and I spent a good portion of the weekend digging on this, Jacob Grout has been well-liked. There has been a petition to get him reinstated. Team members are upset that he has been let go. So it seems like he is well-liked, and there was a step in between, in my mind, being fired. There was a step before that. Jacob Grout is young. He's a second-year head coach. He's not immune from mistakes, and he certainly made one. But that said, a 30-year-old who has a passion for a town, who, who stayed in a town, I think that that guy should be built back up rather than just discarded. You couldn't tell me that there wasn't a, a one-game suspension that could have done the trick, or a two, or a five-game suspension. I don't care. But an outright firing, that seems like a discarding of somebody who truly wants to be there when all I hear about is young people that don't want to be in Vermont. Like, at times, it feels like me and Jacob Grout are the only young people in Vermont, based on what people say. So a young person that has a passion for a community, I think, should have been given the chance to rectify his situation. Is it a one-game suspension, a five-game suspension, a sit-down with the AD, a sit-down with the team captains in the AD, a sit-down with a parent representative in the AD? I don't know, but there was something other. There was something on the table that should have been there, other than just an outright firing. Okay, this is, and also remember, too, like, this is not a full-time job for Jacob Grout. Okay, this is a guy who probably takes a lot of time doing this and pays very little money. So. I understand why, again, his frustration is there. If the team is not playing hard and isn't valuing the chance to be on the ice, I get where the frustration comes from. When you feel like your time is being val- is being devalued, I get it. I've had that speech. I've had that speech several times. Okay, And again, far worse has been said to me or done to me. It doesn't make what my coaches did right, and it doesn't make what Jacob Groughton did right. But I have seen far worse than what is in this. I've heard far worse than what is in this. Jacob Jacob Grout's, his passion comes through this text message. His frustration is relatable and believable. The problem is in the delivery. The problem was in the execution. And it wasn't in the intent. Okay, if the problem was in the intent, then I think maybe you can fire a guy like that, 0 to 100. If the problem is in the delivery and is in the execution, then I have a hard time believing that this was the best route to go on by the administrator. Now, we all, or by the administration, rather. We also, in the news service, had Lisa Scalodia, the Waterbury Roundabout, on, and she um, 
has been covering this story. She said that the school at Harwood doesn't even have a human resource officer. So the person making this decision is the superintendent. How many other things in a COVID year, in the midst of snowstorms, how many other things does the does the superintendent have to worry about than the high school hockey team? There's got to be a human resource officer there to handle things like this. Luckily, it's in the budget moving forward at Harwood, but it's not going to save Jacob Grout right now. If I'm the superintendent and I got 95 other things coming at me and 94 of them are COVID related, the high school hockey coach isn't the biggest of my concerns. So it's easy for him to just say, you know what, I just get rid of them. A human resource officer, I would like to think, would be a little more diligent in what was done here. It's the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Jacob Grout is not guiltless, but he also didn't deserve to be fired based on what I saw in this text message. Again, the intent was not malicious. The execution was poor, but he should still be able to represent Harwood after some kind of... um, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, meeting or, you know, suspension or punishment. Zero to 100 was not right. The Napa Auto Works test line is open, 802-585-3026. Again, it's brought to you by your locally owned Napa store in Morrisville. Jacob Grout's going to tell his side of the story. He's going to be with us on the other side of the break on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Now it's back to the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM, FM, and WDEVradio.com. Welcome back, Brady Farkas Show, right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Reminder, high school basketball coming up today between Harwood and Lamoille on the girls' side. Coverage starts at 645. The Napa Waterbury text line is open, 802-585-3026. Eric up in Colchester says, great segment, Brady. Well, I appreciate you listening, Eric. And uh, it's a story that is someone who coached for a long time in the same age band that, uh, that Jacob Grout has coached and I am the same age that Jacob Grout is. We at least graduated high school the same time, uh, the same year, back in 2008. So this is a story that really resonated with me. And Jacob Grout, now former Harwood hockey coach, is joining us now on the phone line. Jacob, thank you for being with us. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Well, I appreciate you being with us. I know this is hard for you. It's been hard for your family the last couple of weeks. Um, Let me just start with this. Um, You had given a no comment to the Times Argus when kind of all this went down. Why did you want to come on here and discuss it with me? Um, you know, I gave the no comment at first just because, you know, at the beginning of it, I didn't want anybody thinking that um, for for what could potentially come down the line in regards to any kind of support or anything like that. Um, I didn't want, you know, the administrators are thinking that I was the one headmanning all of this, that, hmm. you know, I, I was stemming the attack. Um, you know, I've had a couple of days to think about it, uh, you know, and... You know, I I really from all the support that I've been getting from the community. You know, I think I, I owe the, you know, the explanation on my side, and you know, to, to get it out there. Before I start asking some kind of pointed questions about it all, you heard what I said at the start of the show. There, is there anything you want to respond to me directly? No, I mean you you, you hit it. You know, the nail on the head. Um, you know, in in reality, you know the the expletives, you know, they they were unacceptable. And when I first heard from the athletic director on this, um, you know, I owned up to it. It's, it obviously it's in writing, so but it was ne- it was never going to be anything that I was going to hide, anyways. Um, so you know, you, you're spot on w- with your thought process of you know it wasn't right, 
um, w- with the frustration to take it out on the guys like that. Um, but, you know, again, uh, the, the punishment doesn't fit the crime the way I'm seeing it. Again, if you have a question for Jacob or a comment, you can get into the text line, 802-585-3026. Steve gets in and says, Harwood did a poor job of dealing with this. He should not have been fired. They should admit their mistake and bring him back. Um, let me just kind of start from the beginning. Um, I gave my my thought behind what your frustration was that prompted the message in the first place. So in your own words, why were you upset, and why did that message get sent in the first place? So, you know, to start off with it, you know, we, uh, you know, I kind of referenced this whole, uh, you know, I've been telling you guys the season could be over and, you know, at any moment. Um, and that was kind of the message since day one of are we going to have a season? Are we going to be able to play games? Uh, nobody knew. Um, and we started real, real late, as, you know, everybody knows. Um, and, it, you know, from the beginning, like I said, I wanted them to, you know, appreciate the time that they were going to have because, as you alluded to earlier, you know, there have been the talks of I wish I was in your shoes. I wish I could go back. Um, you know, I missed the, the championship in 2005 by one year. Hmm. Um, so I never actually got to experience that. So I tried to, you know, I was trying to instill that on them of, like, appreciating that time. Um, and we, we've also had many talks. You know, I think I can count two or three talks that we've had this season already of, you know, the, the time that the coaching staff is giving to them because um, we were having guys showing up late, not showing up, and everything like that. And that was beginning to get frustrating because, you know, I'm trying to run my own business. i got a young son at home. Uh, the other coaches, you know, they have family too. And it just it, it didn't seem like the appreciation was there, you know, in those moments when, okay, we're giving our time and, and you know, you're, you're being late and, and not showing up at all. And then it started trickling into the, um, you know, always questioning, you know, our decisions of, you know, who's on my line. You know, I think they should be on my line. Who's going to be on power play? And we hadn't even hit games yet. Um, so, you know, all of it just kind of like bottling up. And unfortunately, you know, what I said is what I said. When did you send the message? Because and the reason why I ask is because again, I've coached at the same level that you have, um, at least well, not high school, but in the same age group, um, and I've been hot before at my team. So, did you send it when you were hot, or did you, you know, did you did you sit back and think about it and still send it anyways? Um, I would still send the message, just not with the expletives. You know, yeah. as I've been telling everybody I've talked to, my delivery absolutely was off. Um, but I feel like my message was pure and, you know, what I was trying to get to the guys because, you know, my whole philosophy that I tried to start last year was building this family environment. And in this family environment, I'm not just going to be their coach. I want to be more than a coach. I want to be the mentor. You know, I want to be that big brother figure that they can always come to talk freely to. Um, And, you know, know, trying to to instill them some little life lessons because, I mean, Everybody knows, you know, the kids, sometimes the father says something to them, and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you, you don't know what you're talking about. But, you know, when somebody who's not related to them, they can relate to a little bit more, it, it holds, holds a little bit more power, the words coming from their mouth. So you, I was trying to instill, you know, something along those lines. But, again, you know, my delivery, you know, was way off. Um, I can't apologize for that enough. Um but I do feel that my message was was pure in, in, in my intent. 
Jacob Grout, former Hardwood hockey coach, with us on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Everybody I've seen talking about this story has had a generally same consensus, and I've you know I've only talked about it with people who played sports and kind of know the environment we, we've all been in, and everybody has said the same thing to me. Um, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to put it in writing. Um, when you think back on it, um, you know, just what do you think about putting it in writing? Uh, I mean, it it was absolutely foolish to put it in writing. Um, but given the situation that we were in, uh, cause the day before was when, you know, we found out that we were, we were in quarantine until, Hmm. you know, Wednesday, um, due, due to a a COVID case. Um, you know, there was no other avenue for me to take and, you know, my kind of, you know, steps with all the guys anyways is, you know, when they're on the ice, I make a mistake, I'm going to tell them immediately they made the mistake. So this kind of went into that, you know, avenue of this wasn't a mistake by any stretch of the imagination because in the text I did, you know, obviously use an expletive, but um, said things happen that are out of our control. Um, So it was just, you know, while the the iron was hot, you know, it was, you know, me just – Jacob, are you there? All right, looks like we lost Jacob Grout, former hockey coach at Harwood. What we'll do is uh, we got to uh, go to a quick break, 30 seconds. We'll be right back and try to finish up this talk with Jacob Grout. You're listening to The Brady Farkas Show on WDEV. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Make your opinion heard by texting onto the Brady Farkas Show at 802-585-3026. Now it's back to the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM, FM, and WDEVradio.com. All right, we've got Jacob Grout back with us on the Brady Farkas Show here on WDEV AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. Jacob, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right, perfect. Well, I appreciate you um, holding through that little, uh, you know, sometimes technology fails us all, so appreciate you uh, being back with us here. The one thing I didn't reference in my previous segment, which I'm going to reference after we're done talking, is at one point in the text message you made a reference to being bothered by team parents complaining to you. What was going on there? Um. You know, the, you know, to kind of allude on to the past season, I had a contract um, – that I had parents sign um, in regards to not having contact with me in regards to uh, their kids' playing time. That, you know, what I was trying to do there is if your child isn't getting the playing time they want, they come to me. You know, that's, you know, that's kind of my, my thought in regards to, you know, when they finally get a job, they got a problem at work, they're going to go to their boss. Um, so trying to, trying to get to that um, and, you know, Touching on your question there, you know, I, I have been getting questions from, from some other parents, um, a few of them actually, in regards to, you know, attitudes of, you know, what line people were on and everything like that. And it's, and, you know, I think it, it was my fault in regards to that as well that I didn't have them sign another contract. And it just, 
you know, the way the season kind of got going real quick, spur of the moment, um, it was one of those things that I laughed on. So in regards to those text messages, you know, looking back, you know, it, it, it is my fault as well that, you know, I, I, because I wasn't able to have the parent meeting at the beginning of the year and, you know, lay out my expectations, um, you know, that that's what I was what I was alluding to is, is having some of the parents texting me like that. Educate me on this because I'm not from Vermont originally. I went to a school in New York, very big high school. I graduated with 730 kids in my class, so I was in a 3,000 person school. Um, talk to me about small school dynamics, small town dynamics. We all know that town politics or issues happen inside town sports. What happens at a small school? Uh, you know everybody knows is into it. Um, you know, you, you feel like you can, you can turn everywhere. You know, as I keep telling these guys, we don't have a team. Uh, you look at schools like down South and you, and you see, you know, how the community gets, gets wrapped into, into football games. Well, I keep telling these guys that hockey in our community is, is down South football. Hmm. Um, so everybody kind of knows everything there is to know about, you know, the hockey team. And it's, and, per, and my personal opinion, obviously a little biased on it, but I do feel like ho- hockey is that is the one sport, you know, that draws community members that know, don't even know the guys on a personal level, but they'll still come out, hear about the team, and, and they'll and they'll pack the arena for the guys on Wednesday and Saturday nights. Do you think? Do you think parents who were upset about playing time were just looking for a reason to get you out of there, and this was it? Do you think it ran deeper than just this message? I'm not. I'm not going to touch on that. You know, it, the one thing I'll say is, you know, every everybody is 100% entitled to to a complaint, 100%. And the the thing with playing time, if you know that, I feel like is between me and the player. If it's something deeper than that, then 100%. I think the parents should come to me and, and talk about it. it. You know, if it's if it's something that you know didn't you know hit the kid right or something like that. I feel like they should come to me on it, but I think playing time and everything is just, it's between me and the player. Jacob Grout with us here on the Brady Farkas Show. A couple minutes left. Um, you played at Harwood. You live in the community. Your wife played at the commu- you know played at the school as well. Is it difficult now for you to be in the community, or do you think at some point you'll be able to, to, to live in the community and be an okay, you know, be a good member of the community? I mean, I, I don't really think, I mean, yes, it's affecting me. You know, I'm, you know, I'm let down that I'm no longer representing Harwood. Um, you know, I feel like in, in conversations, it seemed like I was told that, you know, I wasn't a good mentor and didn't represent Harwood well. Um, but, you know, everybody that I've talked to has been insanely supportive of me. Um, you know, past players, you know, whether I coach them at the youth level or at the varsity level, you know they've 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 been texting me. You know you know don't listen to them. Like you've been a great mentor. Anytime we've ever needed somebody, you're the one we call. Um, you're always willing to help us out. Um, so I, I've been holding my head up high in the community. It's just it's just frustrating to to not be able to support the guys on the team now the the way that I know I can. There's people in the community that want you to get this job back. There's a petition to get the job back. Do you want the job back at this point? I mean, I, I do want the job back because, you know, the the deep-rooted, you know, bleeding black and yellow is, you know, that's that's always going to be in me. And, you know, I I stopped coaching youth hockey a couple of years ago. Um, you know, for the first couple of years, you know, it was fine. But then all of a sudden, you know, you get that itch back again. And, you know, because of this, I don't think the itch is, is gone. 
Um, it's just, you know, it's the apprehensiveness of working with the administration again of, okay, what, you know, are you going to be just the eagle eye on me or not? Um, but 100%, I, I would still love to, you know, keep moving forward with this program. I think uh, the coaching staff and myself have um, done a really good job of, of, of trying to bring this program back together. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I would take it back. Jacob Grout, now former Harwood hockey coach. Uh, Jacob, we appreciate the transparency and the honesty. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we wish you and your family good luck moving forward. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, there goes Jacob Grout with us. we got a lot coming in on the text line right now. What we'll do, we'll join the CBS National News Update, and uh, then we will come on, read your text messages, and catch up with more on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV. <laughs> You're listening to the Brady Farkas Show podcast brought to you by Sticks and Stuff and Swanton Lumber, Vermont's most complete locally owned home center with locations in Middlesex, St. Albans, Swanton, Enosburg, and Derby and online always at sticksandstuff.com. Now it's back to the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM, FM, and WDEVradio.com. Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Uh, I want to thank Jacob Grout for coming on with us. Certainly not an easy time for him and his family. Um, some of that certainly self-created, but I still appreciate someone who's willing to come on the record and talk with us there. So I appreciate his time and appreciate all of you also who've been texting in on the Napa Waterbury text line, 802-585-3026. We'll read your messages here shortly. Reminder, if you miss any of the Jacob Grout interview or any of our interviews or show ever, you can check them out on the full show podcast, thanks to Sticks and Stuff and Swanton Lumber. Just subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. We got a lot of messages that came in during the course of that interview. Um, Unnamed Texter says, Liberals in Vermont do not care about local communities. It's in the way of creating utopia. Okay, that is your opinion. So I, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that, but I do read it. Um, Interesting question here that I didn't get to with Jacob, that I wanted to. So the message was sent through Snapchat. Now, I don't use Snapchat. I haven't used it for a number of years. But um, Snapchat is a social media tool more popular with young kids. It was not like this was a group text message. So Snapchat messages go away um, after a certain amount of period of time. I don't know if Jacob Grout knew he was doing something wrong by writing these words and he wanted something that wouldn't have a paper trail to it. Well, a player screenshotted the message and that's how it got out. I would like to know that as well. So that is something that I did not, um, you know, I did not get a chance to ask that I wish I had. Um, So people are supporting him. Let's see. An unnamed texter says, um, Brady, I wish you could have asked the question you just referenced about Snapchat. A lot of people are supporting him, but they don't know what he said. They're just supporting him because he's a local. Um, Again, it's a very long message. I'm not going to read all of it. He said that, um, and I'm paraphrasing, that people complaining about playing time was BS. Um, He said that uh, players on the team were there to get the effing job done. Um, Again, it was bad words, but it wasn't degrading or berating bad words. It was foul language that you would hear in a conversation. And that does not make the use of bad language right. And again, I want to stress that. But to go from zero strikes to three strikes, you're out also isn't right. It feels like everybody handled something wrong here. The administration handled it wrong in firing him. He handled it wrong in saying those words and putting it in writing. I've had a lot of people say, well, hey, don't put it in writing and you'd still have your job. 
So Jacob Grout is not blameless here, but the administration also went too far. Um, I do see someone else here who says, um, you know, that uh, some of the supporters of Jacob Grout are cyberbullying against the people who complained. Um, I'm not really privy to that, so um, there we go there. We get one from Eric up in Colchester who says when we raise you well we try to raise youth well including responsible social media and digital use what the coach did was ultimately wrong but firing that strong and possibly excessive we get another one who says who sends in I don't know if this is Harwood or Vermont I'm not sure but they're sending me a code of conduct for how players and coaches relate to each other so um, there's a lot of lot of thoughts on this Coming on the Napa and Morrisville text line, 802-585-3026. I got to most of the questions that you wanted to know from Coach Grout. I did not get to the Snapchat question. I wish that I had. Um, I want to continue on with this. Okay, that was the Harwood Student Athlete Handbook about player-coach communication or player-parent communication. I, I am not able to read this right now, but that's actually an interesting segue because that is where I'm going to go here. Um, Jacob Grout, I want to continue on with one more aspect of this story. I asked him about it, but I didn't speak about it on my own at the beginning of the show. At the very end of his message to the team, in which he's expressing dismay and frustration at their, you know, lack of appreciation for the season in his mind, he says that he does not want to hear from mom and dad about playing time. Um, that portion of the message I will read in its entirety or that, you know, that's just a very quick sentence at the end of it. So, uh, let me grab it. Okay. The very last sentence says one thing that pisses me off more than anything is getting texts from your texts from parents about the line their baby boy is on. You don't like your line. Pouting isn't going to help you. You don't like your line. Mommy and daddy aren't going to help you again. Strong, nothing. There was no swearing there, but still, Still strong, still frustrating, and still I could handle, I could argue, could have been handled better. So that was that line there about playing time and being upset with parents. Um, I have had that talk with teams also about parents and their role. Now, I am not a parent. I am a former athlete. I am a former coach, again, at the college and youth level. So I would be interested in point, you know, in hearing from more of you on the text line, 585 3026. I have had that talk with teams and with families several times about playing time. It is frustrating when parents reach out for several reasons, but this is in my mind from my experience. I think kids should fight their own battles. I get why Jacob Grout is frustrated at parent intrusion into the player coach relationship there because I think players should fight their own battles. Again, I spoke with J.P. Benoit over at CVU, the boys' hockey coach, unrelated to this, and I just asked him a question about parent-coach relationships. Here is what he said. We have a policy where it's, you know, once hockey season starts, I don't talk to parents, um, not in regarding anything hockey-wise. Um, if there's questions about, you know, playing time, if there's questions about, you know, um, different tactics, that's a kid question, so if the student wants to have a, a meeting with me or the other coaches, that's it's teaching them to actually advocate for themselves. And I agree with that also. I talked to several coaches in my life about playing time, but I always did it myself. It's okay for a kid. It's very normal for a kid to not like their situation. 
But like Jacob Grout believes, and like I believe, and like several others on the text line believe, I believe that players should be advocating for themselves. We always talk about sports teaching kids lessons. And this this is less now about the Harwood situation as it just is more the Harwood situation spurned a conversation about player coach parent relationships and that's kind of where I'm taking this from so you know Jacob Grout didn't swear in this part and I'm not using this justification to defend any of the other stuff now we're just talking about parent coach player relationships as well it's hard for a kid to muster the courage to go and talk to a coach to talk to a superior to express their feelings and to learn how to navigate those conversations that is what happens when you grow up and get upset at your job you have to go and talk to your boss yourself this is prep for that I believe that Jacob Grout is right to not want to deal with parents, much like J.P. Benoit, J.P. Benoit at CBU is right to not want to deal with parents. Mom and dad don't need to help with playing time at the high school level. The development of kids and the lessons that sports teaches to 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 athletes is about growth. And kids won't grow if they rely on their parents to fight the battle for them all the time. You know, and if you are a, a mom or a dad out there, again, I am not one. So maybe when I become one, I will feel differently. But right now. As a former player and coach, this is how I feel. I feel that most players don't want mom and dad's involvement. It makes it awkward for them. They they always want your help in life, but when it comes to dealing with the coach and playing time, they want to do it themselves. Let them. Don't stunt their development. That's my advice. Um, I also feel this way very strongly as someone who's seen it on all sides. Um, in high school sports... A kid, a player is owed nothing. And I'm sorry to say that, but that is the truth. A player isn't owed playing time in high school sports. Travel sports, summer baseball, AAU basketball, that is entirely different. Trust me, I've been there and I get it. Parents give up vacations for those sports. Parents spend thousands of dollars to make those sports happen. If you're a coach, it's summer baseball or AAU basketball or travel hockey, you owe it to a kid to play him and play him a good amount because of what their parents gives and sacrifices 100%. At high school, it doesn't work that way. The coach is in charge. Everything is paid for. So it's not like, you know, it's not, well, it's still an investment of the parents' time, obviously. It's not the same monetary investment. You know, I have plenty of times where I thought, hey, man, I pay 600 bucks to play on this team. I should be playing 100%. So I get that from a summer standpoint. I never got that from the high school standpoint plenty of texts coming like this idea that that parents think the kid is owed something I've never agreed with that because we all want our kids to play I wanted to play and you support your kids and we all appreciate that but this coach was fired before Jacob Grout was fired before the first game of the season it wasn't like a kid had been sitting here for 10 games straight so I've never even in this situation I don't quite understand it the text line is completely blowing up and I love all of you by the way for doing this so the Napa Waterbury text line 802-585-3026. Okay. Unnamed texter says, My son is on the varsity team at Harwood. Jacob Grout has been a tremendous influence on and off the ice. Perspective should also be aware that this was only one parent. I don't understand how we can constantly complain about playing time and line time when there hasn't even been one game yet. That was the question that I just brought up. There wasn't a season's worth of frustration happening here. So I, I understand that. This one says we want, uh, Angela says we want Coach Grout back. He rebuilt this team after last year when it was totally defeated. He coached both of my boys 
and we stand behind him 100%. His text did not demean anyone. He mistakenly used a few bad words. No reason to fire him. He's a great mentor and an amazing coach. The team has used Snapchat for group communication. It is common for teens. So that answers the question, why was this about, um, you know, why was this done over Snapchat as opposed to text or call or group chat, whatever. Continuing on. Being a coach in any sport is a thankless job. Every parent thinks their kid will grow up to be the next John LeClaire. The board was wrong, and the kids have little appreciation for what it takes to do this job. Um, Being a coach is hard. Being a coach can be thankless, but being a coach is also incredibly rewarding, and I think all coaches would agree with all perspectives there. I'll never forget, you know, my – favorite year of coaching was the last year that I coached youth baseball. I was coaching 16-year-olds in New York, and we ended up winning the state championship. So the team was good, and, and that helps, obviously. It's more enjoyable when everybody's good. And um, we had a kid end up getting drafted off that team. So we had a very strong team, and we won a state title, like I said. And I had players and parents complain then. And again, summer ball is different. Parents have a right to complain in summer ball. I still think the kids should do it, but Parents who are footing the bill for thousands of dollars and taking off work time, they have a right to be mad when it comes to to their off-season, you know, off-high school season stuff. I totally get that. That was the best year of coaching that I ever had just because of how fun it was and the environment it was. And those players loved me, I think. I loved them, I think. I think a lot of the parents liked me also, although we had some issues in the same realm as well, but we were all able, cooler heads prevail and to understand it. So... Uh, we all got through it, but I think while it was challenging at sometimes to navigate, it was also incredibly rewarding. Um, we hear um, someone says that his uh, that JP or I'm sorry that Jacob Grout's wife is doing cyberbullying. Um, okay, well look, I would not condone cyberbullying in any form, so I will have to do a little more digging on that so um but i've seen that a couple of times on this text line as well um let's see unnamed texter says i'm a parent of a varsity player and you are spot on i don't know what i'm spot on about but i appreciate it i have to assume you're probably agreeing with me that high school players aren't owed something whereas you are owed something at the at the at the youth level at the travel level um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I have to assume that that's what you're referencing for me. Steven Faston says, I'm not a parent, but I played a lot of hockey, work harder in practice, and earn more ice time. I think a lot of people feel that way also. It's also easier to say that when you're not in it and when your kid is not in it. You know, I, I'm thinking back to my own life and my own career. I understand you know, my parents, I'm sure, were frequently frustrated with my playing time. And I and I had a lack of playing time in both baseball and basketball. I ended up being a lot better in in baseball in college than I was in high school. I think my parents were frustrated, just like I was frustrated. But the one thing that they always did for me was support me and encourage me to go fight these battles on my own. And I did, and sometimes it worked, and sometimes it didn't. But I think that it taught me a lot of lessons about perseverance, hard work, overcoming adversity, goal setting, um, conflict management, conflict resolution. And I think it also taught me that you don't always win. And I think those are life lessons that I might not have learned as easily if I wasn't in those situations. And I appreciate my parents who 
um, who let me learn those lessons. And I would encourage all parents to let their kids learn those lessons. Again, now we're kind of circling back and forth between general high school sports and this Harwood situation specifically. And again, I urge you to talk with uh, or to listen to the full show podcast. Jacob Grout was on with us about a half an hour ago. He is not absolved of blame. Him sending a message out with expletives is not right. It is not the right way to handle things. Calling parents out to their kids is not the right way of handling things. However, I believe that if there's not two other strikes, of which I haven't found, that he should still have his job. We want kids to learn about conflict resolution and conflict management and lessons. I think coaches can can be retaught that stuff as well. So, um, unnamed texter. These kids are being, uh, I'm sorry, these kids are being portrayed like they're big complainers. These are good kids who work hard and support each other. I don't think there are as many who actually complained about what line their kid was on. I don't know. that That's possible. Um, I can glean from the message that Jacob Grout sent that he was frustrated clearly on multiple occasions. It didn't, look, multiple can be as little as two. It does not mean the whole team was complaining, but clearly there had been at least one, or I'm sorry, at least two, multiple complaints were in about playing time and ice time and line pairings, et cetera. And maybe that, you know, some of them obviously came from kids. Some of them obviously came from uh, parents as well. Jacob Grout was clearly frustrated. I get his frustration. I've been there, but you also have to handle it better. It is that simple. You have to handle it better if you are him. You also have to handle it better if you are the administration. And that is where we see on the text line as well. Um, unnamed texter, a teaching moment was blown by the administration. I would agree with that as well. Uh, what are the next steps with this? An unnamed texter wants to know. Is the administration going to reconsider the hiring? Um, the next steps are, are interesting. Jacob Grout said that he would like the job back. I think there are wheels in motion at least in the community effort, to get him back. There is a petition going right now to get him back. It does not mean they will listen. I have to imagine that if they really, if Jacob Grout really wants to, he could probably appeal to the school board. I don't know, and I, I haven't known this because I did not ask him. I don't know that he's going to do it for himself. Maybe if enough people advocate, he will step back up to the table and try to take the bull by the horns. But you know, right now, it seems like it's being led on an effort more from the outside. Uh, unnamed texter, in the end, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Where are the second chances, discussions, and restorative concepts the school is constantly preaching? I don't know anything about Harwood and its values from an athletic department standpoint, so I can't answer what the school usually preaches, but I would agree that we in society have moved to a point where second and third chances are often given, and... I understand that coaches and administrators and teachers should be held to very high standards. And there are some screw-ups that you cannot forgive. And there are some screw-ups that should be 0 to 100, one strike, you're out. This was not one of them, I don't think. Again, it does not make any coach I ever played for right or justified in how they handled things. Okay, um, But I have heard and seen a lot worse. It doesn't make what Jacob Grout did right either. But I have heard and seen a lot worse, and I think that there was an opportunity for – counseling is not the right word, but a, a group setting, a conversation, a chance to um, 
you know, kind of fix this. Jacob Grouch, 30 years old, 31 years old maybe. Young people should want to be in Vermont. Young people should want to be in small towns in Vermont, not all in Burlington. He did, so I think the school missed a chance to have a young person who wanted to be there and wanted to grow there. And based on what I read, it was clearly a mistake. I would never have have said those things, and I never would have put it in writing either. But I also think there was an opportunity missed by the administration to keep somebody who's young, who's homegrown, who's clearly liked and valued by a lot of people, and try to help him through this mistake and help him grow. And then if he grows, you have an easier time talking to players about their own mistakes and their growth. Um, Okay, another message comes in from someone with a little more no in the program. Just to clarify people's question on why this was done with Snapchat, Coach Grout sent the message to his team captain by text. His captain sent it out to the boys' hockey group Snapchat. That is how they communicate. There we go. Okay, so that's the answer. That I believe. Jacob Grout sends a text message to the team captain. The team captain, who's young, obviously being in high school, sends it out to the team. There you go. That that makes perfect sense to me. That makes perfect sense to me. Um, people have brought up, let's see. Um, okay. Um, uh, okay. Another person says the parent is the one doing the complaining here, not even the kid. So um, it is the, you know, this person says the parent is the problem. It's not the player. Um. This one says, un- unnamed texter, don't forget about the kids. The school couldn't have made a worse choice at the worst time. This is about them. They want him back. Um, I haven't spoken to any players. I am hearing they want him back also, at least by and large. I can't say I feel awful for the team, just in general, that you go through wondering about a season. You finally get it. Everybody's amped. Everybody's pumped. And then something gets pulled out from the rug from you here and the, you know, kind of one of the stabilizing forces of an unstable season is gone. I feel bad for them. Again, Jacob Grout is still in the wrong here in some ways. He still deserved to be punished, but that punishment could have been one game, two game, or five games for a suspension for all I care. But there was another way to go about this. Um, Word on the street is Jacob Grout wasn't planning on coaching next year anyway, so why the energy on fighting to get him back when we have coaches ready to step up and salvage the season? I, I don't know that. He says he wants the job back, so if he wants the job back after all of this, I'd have to think that his plan was not just to leave. I mean, if he wants the job back and wants to stay, i got to think he at least sees some kind of a future there. And I don't know if that future is two years, five years, or 25 years, but... If he wants the job back now after all of this, I got to think he wants to stay longer than this season. I also think these are head coach, or I'm sorry, assistant coaches that are there that he clearly really likes. You know, he's he's been working with them. So, I don't think he wants to uproot them from the job just so he can leave in a year. I mean, I think he wants as this idea of that they want to grow together. Unnamed texter again. The lesson the lesson is we all make mistakes, but he owned it and could and should have been given an opportunity to make restitution. I work in education, and this would not be grounds for dismissal. There's good perspective. I agree. Now, he seems remorseful. Now, the question obviously always comes in, are you sorry that you did it or sorry that you got caught? And that is a fair question. Um, all I can go on is that 
he's willing to admit his mistake, and that's something that a lot of people don't do, so I can at least appreciate that. Jacob Grout has admitted that he is in the wrong, um, admitted that he handled his situation wrong. I believe that his frustration is justified. Why he was upset is perfectly fair. I've been there, but his handling of it was very wrong, and he knows that, and at least, at least he was willing to say that. How many times do we see people make mistakes who don't say that? So I think it's... Um, at least a positive that Jacob Grout recognized his mistake. I did see a lengthy post from his wife on social media also in which she said he, you know, admitted mistake on that for whatever that is worth. Unsent, uh, let's see, unnamed texter. With a new set of principles for Harwood this year, they cracked under the pressure of a parent. That's possible. I wouldn't be as strong to say cracked. On, I wouldn't be as strong to say that. What I would say is Lisa Scalodi at the Waterbury Roundabout, ironically, was on with us in the afternoon news service, and she said that that Harwood does not have a human resource officer, and I think that that is a problem in this case. Right? You have new principals, and you have a superintendent who's. I mean, how many other things are these guys dealing with? Seven hundred and fifty COVID. Snow days, you know, uh, end of year testing. I mean, there's a lot of things going on right now working against schools. New principals and the, the superintendent, I don't think this is at the top of their list, so it's just easy for them to wash their hands of it, whereas a school resource officer, or rather, I'm sorry, a, a human resource officer would have the ability to step back and kind of examine things from all sides. It doesn't feel like that due process was given here. Um this is a long message as well. I have a unique perspective on the feeling. Um, I have a unique perspective on the feeling the varsity boys have for Jacob Grout. I witness every day the boys coming in and after school at the ice rink and talking about how much they respected Coach Grout. They appreciated that he was tough but always was on their side and wanted them to be better men. He would help them on and off the ice and did turn the program around. They all said many times how much they respected him and how he had turned the team around. He admitted he should not have used these words. Let's move forward and not take the word of one parent to ruin his career. I have heard coaches swear at kids all the time. Many people have heard the same. I have heard this one parent say harsh things herself. Let's everyone accept their part in this and move forward. Um, my son is a player standing here listening to this. He does want coach back. He's hoping to hear from more players. I hope they rally around their coach. Unnamed texter, maybe there were more offenses and he was terminated for more than just this. I wondered that myself. I did, okay? I, I wondered if there, I tried to find if there were two strikes. I did not find them. So if there are other strikes against Jacob Grout, you can bring it to me on the text line. Okay, the Napa-Morrisville text line is open, 585-3026. I have not found them. And that's just being honest. I have talked to sources. I have, you know, done some digging. Nothing else has come up to me. And that's all I can say. Um, you know, I worked this on Saturday and made some phone calls and tried to find some things out. Jacob Grout came on the show. I read the long message from his wife, although, of course, that was going to be one-sided being his wife. But I still read it just to gain perspective. I read the story in the Times Argus. Nothing that I saw referenced any other misdoings by Jacob Grout. So that's all I can say is that I tried to find them and they weren't there, at least at what I saw. Um, let's see. Um, 
long message says, you know, that Harwood has been radio silent during this. So um, someone says maybe the parents can bribe their way into playing time for their kids. I mean, that's a funny joke. Sorry, I had to read that. I mean, I know that's – he's probably being serious. I read it as like a comedy routine, so um, – there it is. Look, it's the Brady Farkas show. This is by far the most text we've ever had in one show. There's had to have been at least 50 of you that have gotten in. So uh, I appreciate all of you interacting with this. I know it's a, a community hot button issue. Um, it's an issue that I was passionate about when I first heard it just because I, you know, I've seen my own situations before in life with Jacob Grout, just in the sense that we graduated high school the same age or same year. We're clearly the same age. We both played high school sports. We both coached. So I see his frustration, but I also see why he made the mistake or how he made the mistake and what was wrong. I just think what this comes down to, you know, we've talked about this for an hour and I think we're boiling it down to this. Several people were in the wrong here. Jacob Grout is in the wrong for sending an expletive field filled message out to his team for using that language and for letting his frustration get the best of him and putting it in writing rather than talking with his team. Now, I get what he's saying. You can't talk in the time of COVID because we had had a COVID protocol. We weren't we weren't around each other. I understand that. That all makes sense. Perfect sense, actually. But it still doesn't excuse the fact that you should not have sent that message and you should not have sent those words. He's in the wrong there. The Harwood administration is in the wrong also in that they missed a learning opportunity here. He should not have been fired for based on what I know, based on what I have seen, it should not have gone from no strikes to three strikes. If somebody finds two more strikes and wants to bring them to me, the text line is open. The Harwood administration was wrong as far as I can see. And if they're, and and this is just what this text line is telling me, so I'm not reporting this as fact. If this complaint comes from a parent whose kid wasn't even complaining, I would say that the parent handled it wrong as well. The complaint should always come from the kid. There's a lot of blame to pass around here. And in the end, what we are left with is a coach who doesn't have a job and has his reputation injured in the community, some of which he deserves, some of which I would say he doesn't. You have a angry group of parents and players in some way and at the very least you know that's on the strong end at the at this at the benign end at the very least we have a team that has experienced a fracture in a year that's already been so fractured and there is a lot of blame to go around so uh we'll end the text line here the hardwood administration made a knee-jerk reaction to fire coach crowd they need to let their egos go and step up to reverse this decision for the team Brady Farkas show text line always open the Napa text line uh, your locally owned Napa in Waterbury 802-585-3026 we're going to speaking of Harwood we're going to go out to uh, high school basketball in a little while here between Harwood and Lamoille coverage will start at 645 so what we're going to do is we're going to step aside get a commercial break in and we're going to come back in I had a huge list of other things to talk about today and I don't know that we're going to get to any of it we're going to put a bow on the show we come back here on WDEV. Now it's back to the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM, FM, and WDEVradio.com. All right, welcome back. Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. You know what? I, I had a lot today on 
the Celtics. You know, we got Cam Newton on the podcast talking about his future with the Patriots, and we'll, we'll get to that stuff tomorrow. Uh, we are going to get you to high school basketball in the next couple of minutes, but I do want to uh, continue to let the text line be open on this Jacob Grout situation. Uh, a couple more texts came in over the commercial break. This one says, in this day and age when kids are losing rites of passage left and right, this was a huge mistake on the part of Harwood administration. This will have lifelong effects on the kids, parents, and especially the Grout family. So disappointed in Harwood Union High School. Um, I, I feel bad for a lot of people here. I, I, I feel bad for a lot of people here. Um, and that, that's really, you know, after an hour and 10 minutes here of talking, that's just where I come down on this, is I just feel bad for a large group of people here um I think that Jacob Grout handled it wrong but I don't think his intentions were bad and based on what you all have said on the text line 90% of you have said good things about him and about his role at Harwood as the boys hockey coach so um I feel bad for him I feel bad for his family some of you are saying that uh those close to him are cyberbullying. that is not good either it does seem like it's in response to what has been said about Jacob Grout. So, you know, if, if you think, you know, I don't know. It was clearly, it wouldn't have been said had things not been said about him. That's so much I can I can assure you, I'm sure. But still doesn't make that right either. I'm, I'm, I feel upset for a lot of people in this situation. It's a hard situation. Um, someone says, last word from me. Uh you know, someone said basically parents are helicopter parents and, you know, my kid is kind of from this community and we've seen helicopter parents in this community. So, and you know what? That is interesting to me. And I want to put this question out to the text line as we wait to wrap up here. Because as I told Jacob Grout an hour ago, I am not from Vermont originally. I've lived here for four years, but I did not play here growing up. I played at a very big high school, 3,000 people in my high school. And there are a lot of challenges that come with playing at a high school that big. There really are. Making it, making a team is hard. And the coaches there feel untouchable because, I don't know, they just did. When I was growing up, the coaches there felt untouchable. And they'd been there for a long time. They'd won a lot. My school was very good. So they had winning generally at their back. You know, that could probably hey, – he might act that way, but he wins, so whatever. Um, I'd like to know from you guys, what is it like in a small town? And whether it's Harwood or anywhere else in Vermont, there's a lot of small towns. What is it like? Poli you know, Parent politics, challenges, benefits. I'm sure there are benefits too. I'm curious in the difference between the experience that I had and the experience that you guys have of playing or growing up or being parents in a small community. I got to imagine that there's pluses and minuses, like there is to everything. Being in a big school was great in a lot of ways. It was terrible in a lot of ways, too. Being in a small school, I can imagine, is great in a lot of ways and terrible in a lot of ways, too. So I am curious about your experiences there as we kind of wrap up the show. First-time texter. I think people, including Harwood Union, need to understand exactly how Jake has turned the varsity hockey team around. Not only was it in the talent, but more so with the respect he brought back to the sport between player, coaches, and uh, other issues in the program. He has given more than people realize, and he has been a huge mentor. Uh, unnamed texter, parents who've never had their 15 minutes of fame are the worst. You know, it's it's interesting. Again, and again, I come at this from a different standpoint. I'm 31 years old. I am not a parent. So 
Um, I can certainly, I can't speak to what it's like to be a parent of a high school athlete. I just know what it's like to be a high school athlete with parents and what it's like to be a coach um, and deal with parents. It can be hard. I think parents are well-intentioned also, though, and they don't always go about it right either. Just like the administration can be wrong, just like Jacob Grout can be wrong, just like you know, players can be wrong. Everybody is also, um, you know, parents can be wrong also. We get one in from Troy who says he should get a second chance when you go on to bigger and better teams in college and pro. The coaches are even harder. He sounds like a great guy and should definitely get another chance. So we appreciate all of you uh, for getting in. High school basketball is coming up next. Remember, um, the text line is always open, 802-585-3026. Hot button issue in the community. I've never done an hour and 15 minutes on local sports like this. I appreciate you guys keeping the conversation going. And tomorrow, you know what? Tom Brennan will be with us, and we'll talk Cam Newton, and we'll talk Red Sox, and we'll talk more fallout from this if people want to as well. So um, the Ready Farkas Show podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at WDEVradio.com. The Jacob Grout interview will be up as well probably within the next 20 minutes. High school basketball is next. Harwood, ironically enough, and Lamoille. It all comes on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com.